Does the idea of a college admission interview make you nervous or give you anxiety? You're not alone. We get it. This stuff can be scary. Many colleges encourage students, or require sometimes, to interview with an admissions representative as part of the application process. Whether it be for admissions into the school, evaluation for a specific major or program, a chance to be awarded a top scholarship, or any other reason, we want you to stand out. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Admission Guys, where our goal is to help you navigate the college search process. I'm Cole Godfrey, Assistant Director of Admission at Lebanon Valley College. And I'm EJ Smith, Associate Director of Admission. Our area of focus for today is how to stand out and nail the college interview. So today, we're going to be talking all about the preparation part of the interview. And then in the next episode, we're going to be talking about how to execute the interview. So it's, I think this is a pretty important topic. I don't know about you, EJ, but this is something that we've gotten a lot of questions about in the past. We have. I think it is an extremely important topic, Cole. And it's one that has students get nervous, have a lot of anxiety about, and they shouldn't. In a lot of cases, it's just a conversation. Interviewing definitely is a skill that's tough without a doubt. And I can remember back to when I was looking at the college process, it was pretty intimidating to be able to walk in. And then the same with seeking out a job process too. But once you get a little more comfortable with it, it's not too bad, right? Absolutely. So, all right, let's get into it. We're going to go over today some things like uh, the format of the interview, the length, uh, different reasons why there would be a need for an interview, and then how to prepare for the interview. You ready to get after it? Ready to go, Cole. So regarding the format of the, of the interview, typically it's going to be, there's a few different options I should say, but typically it's going to be you with one or two admission counselors in a room where they're going to ask you questions, which we'll talk about here in a second, but uh, where they're going to ask you questions, get to know you, different things like that. Another example, I know that you talked about this one, EJ, is with the alums. Yeah, a lot of colleges will have, maybe you're not in the area, but they'll have alums where you live. And it might be difficult, especially in the world we're living in right now, to maybe get to that college, but they can have an alum meet you somewhere. Maybe it's at a local Starbucks or or a a local coffee shop or somewhere like that. It might even be at a library or or somewhere, maybe even your high school. And it's going to be a time not only for them to ask you questions, but for you to share and for you to share things that aren't in your application or aren't seen on your transcript. So a time for them to really get to know you as a person, uh, as a student, as someone who might be uh, a future student at their campus. And let's just say this for, for a lot of college interviews, it does. It's not always sometimes going to be the make or break it for students, depending on the situation. It could be for a scholarship increase, or it could just be because you took the option of wanting to write an essay, but do an in-person college interview. I know for me though, uh, what I, what, I have coming up next week, as you know, is we're going to be interviewing 30 different students for our full tuition scholarship that we offer every year. So myself with uh, our coworker, Hillary, as we, as you know her, and then a faculty member who oversees the scholarship, we're going to be interviewing 30 different students for roughly about 30 minutes, probably is usually the minimum to about 45 minutes. And we're going to be asking them a number of different questions and whatnot. So, but I always love that process because it's always fun to be able to interview really high achieving students who uh, are up up for a scholar, a full tuition scholarship. 
but another cohort of students that we interview sometimes uh, that we request the interview are students who maybe are borderline for acceptance to the college. Exactly. And maybe we, we just want to know, you know, what went on or where they're, you know, what they're doing now. How, how is their school year going? How are they going to be successful? And we, we do have a set of questions that we ask them. But again, we do try to make it a conversation. And I, I want to know through those interviews, is this student going to be able to be successful at the college? Because those are the kind of students we want to accept. I never a, want to bring someone in who's not going to be successful. What does and, a borderline student look like in your eyes? Well, a student maybe who has not achieved what they're capable of achieving. Maybe they're not prepared based on maybe some of the classes that they might have taken. And it's also a great opportunity for us. And this goes back to uh, one of our last podcasts maybe starting at a, a community college, getting their feet wet uh, there and really preparing better to get that baseline, better to be prepared to continue their education with us or someone else like us. And I know Dr. Ski talked a lot about, you know, the community's college and, and being there, whether maybe you just want to get an associate's degree to your degree, maybe you just want to go for a certificate program, uh, or maybe you do want to continue on and, and get those classes under your belt and then move on to that four-year institution. It's also a great opportunity to possibly get a higher scholarship, merit scholarship. Maybe your grades coming in from high school may not get you a scholarship or get you a lower tiered scholarship, but kind of restarting, kind of wiping that board clean and restarting at the community college might allow you to achieve that you know, top scholarship or, or a much higher scholarship than you would have been eligible for coming directly from the high school. Another one that students may run into is being interviewed by alumni or maybe even student ambassadors. Sometimes, uh, especially in the world we're living today, cold, they may not be able to get to campus, especially if the college is out of state mm -hmm. or further away. You know, maybe they visit it, but it, it's, you know, a plane ride away. It's not as close as a car ride might be. So trying to get back to that campus might be difficult, but the institution has alums in the area. And they will have alumni meet with those students, whether it be at a coffee shop, at a local library, maybe even at their school to just get a feel for that student and to allow that student to see what that institution can offer them too. It is definitely a two-way street. Without a doubt. Uh, I think you made some really good points there. So typically the length of these interviews are going to be about 30 minutes, I would say minimum, really no more than an hour. I think an hour is that, just way too much That's what time. I was going to say, Cole. You, you know me. So yes. I do get I do get a little lengthy at times, and and I, I'll be honest with you, I enjoy talking to the families. Yeah, I enjoy learning about the student. I enjoy engaging with them. So you have some people maybe a half hour. I'm typically more forty five minutes to an hour. You you are fun to talk to, so that's all that matters. So people enjoy it. So so yeah, that's kind of what we uh, as far as format length reasons for doing it and whatnot. Just remember though, that it does not typically always make or break your acceptance into the college. Scholarships are a little bit different than just general acceptance into the college. There really is no need to worry because we want to show you how to prepare for the interview so you can walk in like a rock star, feeling confident and ready to crush it. So the first thing to do when preparing for the interview is to think about your goals interests, involvements, awards, and extracurricular activities that you've been involved in. 
you will want to talk about these. Walking in with things prepared to talk about is vitally important. And Cole, along those lines, it helps to run through some of those things and talk to people who maybe know, maybe you may not think uh, something is important. And uh, along those lines, your parents can help you in regards to having those conversations and and what is important in um, doing that. I would tell you one thing, uh, a job, you can talk about job responsibilities. And one job that I always look very highly at is babysitting. Because if someone trusts you with probably, (laughs) at least hopefully, their most prized possession, their children. Yes, that that says a lot about you so that you know you have the opportunity to be in charge of those babies children whatever age you know you're watching but that someone left you alone there and that they have the confidence in you that you have the maturity to handle that situation so that is a huge thing so definitely brag Definitely go over some of the things. And I like when you said practice it because you want to walk in with answers. You don't want to look like uh, startled or puzzled or just confused. You want to walk in and say, here's what I, here's what I do. Here's what I like doing. Here's where I want to go in my career. And the student will be less startled that way than the interviewer just asking questions. If you come in better prepared, you'll be less startled and less thrown off. The second thing I guess that we should talk about is research the schools, know the schools in depth, you know, know what they're looking for, know what majors they have. Um, I love when students come in and they're like, well, do you have this major? And I'm like, have you done any research about who we are or what we (laughs) offer or, you know, anything like that? Yeah. Next up is to prepare the questions that you're going to ask the person or people who are you are interviewing with. And here's the thing too, is write them down. This is something that I always laugh at because when I was looking at colleges, my parents would make me write questions down. And I would always say, that's dumb. That's There's no need for it. I look weird. And now that I look back at it, I say, that's one of the best things that you can do. You want to have questions written down and it's okay. Is it a, a vouch for me? You're love- older than I am. I love when students come in and maybe they have, you know, a pad or a pad folio or whatever. And, you know, towards the end, they, they, you know, have it on their lap or whatever while we're sitting there on the table, but then they open it up. I love when people have questions because let's be honest, we're there to answer their questions. We want them to leave knowing, you know, is this a place I want to continue looking at? Or maybe it's not the right fit for me. Writing it down guarantees that you will not forget it because you'll have it right there and you can check it off as you ask it. And it it just shows another level of professionalism and preparedness. And it's it's exciting, it's nerve-wracking, and you very well may forget as, as you go through, you know, the interview. It just may slip your mind and, and then you're not sitting there like, wait, I had I had one more question. I just can't think of it, you know, and you're kind of trying to think back. Having it down just makes you look, puts you in a better light with that person who's doing the interview. Amen. So the next one, maybe you want to check out uh, and look online for some of the common interview questions that are asked. Some examples. Why do you want to attend our college? Tell me about a challenge that you've overcome. Now in that one, I know a lot of people, especially today, COVID. Yes, that seems to be the theme. (laughs) But tell us, how? Tell us what you did. Don't just say, hey, I overcame COVID-19. How did you do that? How did you 
you know, continue down that educational path, kind of really delve in a little bit more. Because the person across from you is dealing with COVID-19 as well. And, and if you just say, I dealt with it, they could say, yeah, me too. So there's really nothing there. A, a couple other questions are, what would you contribute to our campus culture? Uh, I know that's a big one that we like to ask people a lot because our, our campus community is one of the most important things at Lebanon Valley, which I truly believe differentiates us from a lot of other schools. Another one that I think that you would probably ask more so, or what, uh, I've, at least I think I've heard you ask this, or what are your strengths and weaknesses? You got to be prepared to answer both, right? And I know for most people, weaknesses, myself included, is always harder. You, you always say, well, I, I don't want to show them where I'm not as good. But if you show them your weakness and how you are working on making that weakness a strength, mm -hmm. you really turn it into a positive. Weakness, you, instead of even saying weakness, you can even refer to it as an area of improvement that you're working on rather than saying weakness. Definitely so. could. One thing I always bring up with interviews is, when I say, tell me something about yourself that I don't know from your application, any talents, special interests, hobbies, fun facts, et cetera. I mean, it could be really anything. I like to get to know the student and it kind of throws them off because usually everyone's looking for the very professional answers and the very, like what's going to make me stand out and everything. But I like to just know, like, can you do anything, anything that I don't know? That's like a, a hidden talent, fun fact, whatever it may be. And please, I'll say just, the one thing I really don't enjoy is when people say, I don't know. Cole, I'll tell you one fun fact about me. I can uh -oh. juggle. That. I have seen you juggle. You are very good at it. I learned when I was like in seventh grade. Come on. <laughs> Cole, two questions that I very much enjoy. And I think, they, I think they're my questions. I mean, I'm sure I found them somewhere. But the answer is not always as important as the why. And here's the questions. The first one is, if you could go to lunch with any two people, they can be alive or dead. They cannot be related to you. Who would you go to lunch with and why? And a lot of people give really interesting answers. It's always fun to kind of have those conversations. It's a lighter question. It's not a real serious question, but it, it lets you get some insight into that student and maybe where they are. And again, I'm, we're not looking for, you know, someone who's won a Nobel Peace Prize and the president of the United States. It, it could be entertainers. It could be athletes. It could be someone who's fun. Uh, and again, it's, it's the why. Why do you want to meet those people? Why do you want to talk to those people? You know, uh, again, it could be someone from history. Another question I ask, and I think this is one of the most fun ones that I ask because I, I get some really neat answers on this, is if I had a time machine. And let's be honest, Cole, if I had a time machine, we'd be even better friends than we already are. Amen to that. Um, and you would be younger. <laughs> that's probably <laughs> true. That's probably true. But, it, but if I had a time machine and I could take the student back, because usually we're doing these interviews during their senior year at some point, but take that student back to the summer prior to their ninth grade year, and you get 10 minutes with your much younger self, what would you tell yourself to do different? What would you tell yourself to cherish? What would you tell yourself to change? What would you tell yourself? I don't know. We only get 10 minutes. We're in, we're out, Ooh. but they do come up with some really neat answers. Uh, and just, you know, maybe it's, you know, work harder, or maybe it's, you know, that moment in time when, you know, I, I was in a championship athletic event as a sophomore and I thought, you know, Hey, I'm going to be in the championship every year after that. And it doesn't turn out that way. 
So maybe it's really, you know, take that moment and, and really kind of live with it and, and really cherish it. So cherish it. Yeah. And the last question that I will leave you with that will help you prepare is, and a lot of people will write this on their college essay. So it kind of just depends, but who is someone in your life that you look up to as a person of influence? This is really crucial because it's kind of like what you said earlier. It's more about the why than the who. And, and Cole, let's be honest. I know who you look up to. I'm sitting right here. Anyway, we hope you all enjoyed this episode today. We thank you for listening to this and be sure to tune in to our next episode uh, that we're going to be doing when we talk all about how to execute the college interview. So today was focused all about pre uh, preparing for it. So we want to show you how to execute it. So we hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you.